This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Back to uh, uh, Office El Casa. Um, my Spanish fell apart there. I'm sure there was a clever way of saying that. <laughs> I don't know how to, how to undo that mess. So now you're back at home, eh? The university saying, uh, ah, you goodness. students are being irresponsible. Oh, bread, 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 bread. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Students, if you're listening, please, please, please look after your own health and well-being. Yeah. And, you know, even though our young people are, are far less uh, susceptible to to the symptoms of COVID-19, I so worry about their parents and grandparents mm. and aunts and uncles. Please be responsible, colleagues. Yeah, we're back home. We're back home. The university sent us all back home. And uh, so in a couple of minutes, I'll be logging into MS Teams oh, to yeah. teach my hundred and something first year ethics students online. <laughs> ah, missing the joy of being in a lecture hall. That's half the fun. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. the world's a bit of a weird place at the moment, but they're still getting some good stuff in. And we're grateful that before you log on and chat to all those guys and gals, that you can hang out with us. Youth Day yesterday, uh, the front page of our paper, we were reading it a little bit earlier on. Um, the, the news coming out of the, from the political uh, parties commenting on Youth Day conversations, it was quite morbid and, and, and felt that the sense was there's very little hope. And that won't do it all. Uh, please give us some uh, fire there, Dion. Amen, Brad. And so let me first begin by saying uh, a blessed Youth Day to all of our young people and to those of us who are young at heart once were young, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we, we have the opportunities to make this world a better place for those who are, are coming uh, behind us. You know, my, my former colleague, uh, the late Professor Russell Bortman, um, he was a wonderful theologian, and, and he reminded us on every occasion that uh, the responsibility of the Christian is not only to live for their own generation, but to live for the coming generations, yeah. to, to find a way to live the future. Now, I was I was thinking, you know, as I was uh, thinking about today's talk about uh, the story of John Newton. I'm not sure how many of our listeners know mm. the story of John Newton. He lived from 1725 to 1801, and uh, he was a militant atheist. He was a bully. He was a blasphemer, a desperately angry young man. And um, part of that, they say, was because he was press-ganged into the Navy at the age of 18. So he didn't want to join the Navy, but he was sort of kidnapped and uh, he broke all the rules. He was, in fact, so disobedient and wild that he was publicly f- uh, flogged for desertion. And he was hated and feared by his crewmates, um, according to you know, the, the uh, stories of the time. And eventually he was dishonorably discharged from the Navy. And so because he had seafaring skills, mm. he became a slave trader. Wow. And um, at the age of 23, um, John Newton's ship uh, was out at sea near the coast of uh, Donegal, and a severe storm hit it, and it almost sank. Mm. And as the ship began to fill with water on the 10th of March, 1748, he cried out to God, and God rescued him. He was safe. And so on that day, John Newton began a new life. And he started very simply. There's a lot written about this, but he simply started by praying every day, by reading his Bible, and by taking very seriously Mm. the call to be good and do good. Think about that for a moment. Just a simple call to be good and do good. And eventually, he joined William Wilberforce in the campaign to abolish the slave uh, trade, and he became a leading light in that campaign. And of course, John Newton 
is best known as the author of that wonderful hymn, Amazing Grace. Yeah. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Brad, I want to say to, to my sisters and brothers, mm. to all South Africans, do not give up hope. We have hope in a God who is far greater than any political system, far greater than any economic system. We have hope in a God who says, you don't have to solve the whole problem. You only have to do what I ask you to do. Mm. And I want us to be encouraged by the story of John Newton today. You know, the lives of millions and millions of people were changed because this man made a personal change and said, I want to do good and be good. And I want to encourage our listeners today to say Jesus can rescue us. He can rescue every one of us individually, and he can rescue our nation uh, collectively. The Bible says a nation can be changed in a day. I want to invite you again today. Commit your heart. Commit your life to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be good and do good because of who you are. Yeah. Um, I remember watching that movie, but I don't remember the name. Can you help me, Dion? That's the story about William Wilberforce and the hard work that he did in the in the UK to see the abolition of slavery and uh, the scene where he, where he meets... Uh, and has this conversation, and we learn more about the song "Amazing Grace." It's such a such a beautiful movie. Do you remember the name? Oh, I don't. I don't remember it. I can't remember. I can't think the, of it is either. it not called? Is it not just called "Amazing Grace"? Could it be? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Some, one of our listeners will tell us, no doubt. Without a doubt, I'm sure. Yeah, that was a great reminder. And when you read these stories, it's one thing, but when you sort of see it played out, yes, it's a movie, but you you get such a feel of the emotion and the passion and the love. Uh, so thanks for sharing that story with us this morning. Uh, you know. Doing good is something that we all want to do, Dion. We know that we ought to do it, but when we're challenged as to whether or not we're doing it, that is the part where we all look awkward and shift in our seats. And it's such a simple thing. I want to be good and do good. And and it starts in any small... Yeah, someone just sent a message. The movie is called Amazing Grace. Thank you so much. As Dion said, we could absolutely count on our listeners. And, uh, and we've not been let down this morning. Um, uh, and it's such a simple thing. Just do good. It doesn't have to be you know, something massive Maybe it can be, but it starts with something small. You know, Brad, I'm reminded of two things just very quickly. The one is that um, our, our beloved Archbishop Desmond Tutu was, was also known to say, you know, do all the little, bit of, little, little bits of good you can. And when they are put together, when yes. they're added together, they'll overwhelm the world in love. And, and I often said this, I sat with, with a young Christian person on Tuesday evening who was just feeling overwhelmed by the task of the world. And I said to her, you know, uh, Megan and I were, we're counseling her, and we said, you know, all you have to do is do the thing God has given you to do. Yeah. Do that well. Do that to the best of your ability. God will do the rest. But Brad, the, the, just this thing about, you know, doing, doing the good that we need to do in the moment, mm. it reminds me of my marriage vow. You know, on yeah. the day when I married Megan, and we were both young, and she was so beautiful, and all our friends and family were there, it was incredibly easy to say, I do. Yeah. <laughs> when the yes. minister asked me, you know, do you take this woman to be your wife? Will you love her in everywhere? And I said, of course I will. Of course I do. And I kiss her but already. Real, <laughs> yes. But the real test comes, you know, in those moments when you're hangry, when you're tired, uh-huh. when, when you're stressed, when you're overburdened. That's where the I do counts. You know, that's mm. when you've got to say, okay, now I'm going to put my love to the test. This is where I choose. To truly love you. And I think for us as Christians, that's the same thing. You know, every day we should wake up and say, Lord, no matter what the circumstance, help me to be the best that I can be and do the best that I can do for your sake and for your kingdom. We love that.
Thanks. That's the voice of uh, Professor Dion Foster all the way from Stellenbosch. Well, he's not there today at university. He's at home. He's the head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. And we hope you've been blessed today. If it's something you want to listen to again or share with somebody else to give them a bit of hope where maybe you know there's some hope being lost, you'll find this podcast on our website, kpulpa.co.za. Click podcast, click morning shows, find Get Up and Go Breakfast. In there, you'll see them all freshest one at the top of the pile. Thanks so much, Dion. Have a great and safe day. Thank you, my friend. God bless. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.